I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Let's Get Civical. This is the podcast that breaks down politics, government structure, and dives into the context of current events, but in a super fun way. I'm Lizzie Stewart, comedian, feminist, and political junkie. And I'm Arden Walentowski, former Senate intern, campaign staffer, and political strategist. In this episode, we're talking about the General Services Administration. So grab your letter of ascertainment. And let's get civical. Everybody, how are you? How is it going for you? How's it going for you? I have front bangs now. Arden has a tattoo. It's been a big week for Team Let's Get Civical. (laughs) It's been a big week. If anything has happened to Houston, we need to plug it in here. Oh my God, does the boy have a car now? What's going on? I know, I know. We're all going through major life changes. Um, Obviously, (laughs) front bangs and tattoos galore. Galore. I know. I saw your front bangs and I was like, I see you and I raise you. you." A tattoo. Yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. I hope yep. I hope you listening are also going through spontaneous physical changes to your appearance. As I told the lady who was cutting my hair, nothing matters. Yeah. And she said, okay, and then gave me front bangs. And here we wow. are. Wow. So did you not ask for the front no, bangs? No, I did ask for front. I said I want bangs. And she was like, and, and she was like, oh my gosh, that's such a big change. And I was like, nothing matters. And she yeah. was like, okay, got yeah. it. And then we did the thing. Are you also reverting to your natural color? 
No, it just looks like it. I just need to get my highlights redone. But because mm. I got so much, like there was so much blonde on the bottom, yeah. and my roots have grown out, so that's why it looks like my natural color. Um, I don't like my natural color, so I do want to get it done. But this is what it looks like right now. You look a little bit more like goth emo right now. Because I am goth. Because I, I am emo. Because I feel everything and all at once. <laughs> so whatever. I'm edgy. It doesn't edgy. matter. I have a new personality with my fat yeah. bangs. Yes. Listen, my tattoo royal has changed me. Epically. Epically I changed me. I know. I was a little nervous. I had been thinking about it for literal years, what I wanted. I mean, not like five, like two. And... <laughs> <laughs> and thanks like, for where, specifying like barely important. plural years <laughs> <laughs> barely it's like once you it's it's still you know when people are like my baby is anything over two years if people still say their baby's name their baby's age in months you're like all right you gotta calm down you're so like, it's, it's, it's two in, years old two years old yeah in that territory but i waited so long also because the one that's on my rib cage hurt so much. Sure, because it's on your literal rib cage. It's on my I imagine rib cage. the arm hurts less. No, it c- can confirm. It does hurt. Can confirm. Can confirm. Perfect. It Reporting does hurt back. Less. Reporting yes. to all listeners. Yes. Sort of like on the forearm. It yeah. hurts less than the rib cage. Uh, yes, agreed. And the guy who did it was like, "So how are you doing?" I was like, Pff. I almost was like, "That was a blast. Got time for another?" Oh my god, like, let's do more. <laughs> like, let's do a what sleeve. else can I put on my body? Oh my god! No, I'm so happy that you made. I'm so happy we both had big changes, and yeah. we didn't inform the other person that it was happening. I had no idea nope. you were getting a tattoo. You had nope. no idea that I was even considering front bangs, and nope. it was just we both found out from each other on Instagram. And this that is, is true. friendship. That is actual and that friendship. Is, you know what? And that's what that's what you have to do because I can't keep everybody updated on my no. emotional breakdown haircuts. Like, yeah, you you'll know when you know. Yes, I knew I was gonna Facetime. I can't keep them a secret. <laughs> it's my face. Could you have hidden me from like uh, you should have just hidden like, me from the story <laughs> and then appeared <laughs> with a front bang. Being just, like, hello, hello. Some dramatic yes. music for the fall. Exactly right. Yeah. But um, but guys, uh, we didn't even introduce who we are. This is Let's Get Civical. I'm yeah. Lizzie Stewart with Front Bangs. And I am Arden Wallentowski with New Tattoo. And today, we're weirdly not talking about Front Bangs or tattoos. Mm-mm. We're talking about the General Services Administration, which, if you haven't heard of it, literally same. Same. <laughs> this is, I I mean, one of those topics where it just started popping up and I thought, oh, wow, a whole administration that I just didn't even know existed until it became relevant to know about. Yeah. So I'm excited to talk about, talk about it. Did you know about it pre this episode? Of course you did, because you're you and I despise it. Go on. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I, I did know about the General Services mm-hmm. Administration. I did. I did know about it. But I did learn things that I did not have a full picture of. So that was very helpful when I was doing the notes. I was like, oh, look at that. Nice. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Wow. Look at you. GSA. Yeah, GSA. I think it'll become clear as we tell talk about these notes why this is now a very relevant topic. So I'm not even going to just preface why we're talking about it, because I think you're going to see why. You will see why. You will see why. I also leaned in a little bit to the like, like we're going to give some background of the General Services Administration, and then I leaned into why it's relevant right now. 
We lean in. It's I a lean cuisine. In. Like I lean, yes. Lean with rock with it. That's yes. what we're doing today. Yes. yes. So without further ado, let's jump into who they are and what they do. You know me. I love to build a foundation to which we grow upon. So these notes are coming from truly the General Services Administration website and also an article from CBS News by Grace Seegers. So coming from the GSA itself, they say, and I quote, Mm -hmm. we provide centralized procurement for the federal government, offering billions of dollars worth of products, services, and facilities that federal agencies need to serve the public. Okay, perfect. Yeah. They're like agents for money and resources. Yes, that's exactly it. Our acquisition solutions supply federal purchasers with cost-effective, high-quality products and services from commercial vendors. We help federal agencies build and acquire office space, products, and other works-based services, and we oversee the preservation of historic federal properties. I feel like this, from their website, they're, like, pitching them to us. Yes. And I'm like, GSA, you have the gig. Yeah, you've booked it. Like booked I, it feels it. like an ad of like this is what we offer if you decide to sign up with us. Yeah, it's like I, we don't have anywhere else to go. <laughs> no, it's like it's a competitive thing. They call it the schedule. It's a competitive thing to get on the GSA schedule. Like you have, there's some rigor rule you have to get through, and like it's it's a thing. So I do, I completely agree. I think it's really funny that they're like, do you want to come like sell your products with us? to us? <laughs> yeah, honey, it's, come on board. It's quite funny. Yeah, it's a really funny the way they read it. Continuing on with their pitch to yeah. us from Please. them, our policies covering travel, property, and management practices promote efficient government operations. Great. I, yeah. It doesn't have to be efficient. You know what I mean? Like, you, we need you. Like, we as the government need you, the GSA, to make yeah. it happen. Yeah. Like, I, it's this is so funny to me. It's so funny. They're like the go between, like between all of the other federal agencies and like the private sector. Yeah. And it's it's just a really this is very like private sectory pitch. I all like this language is so Trumpian to me that mm. I kind of wonder if Biden's gonna like put somebody in there who's gonna be like, we promote information sharing and but you know like something that's just and, a little and, bit more or less than running all for government, li- yeah. student government council. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Continuing on, save taxpayer money through better management of federal real estate. We deliver cost saving and value for taxpayers through smart access management while also providing cutting edge workspace solutions that help agencies fulfill their mission. Are they are they in jeopardy of losing their job? <laughs> this literally feels like a sales pitch. It does. And it's it's like, like invest so- in my company. Yeah. This is what we can offer. This is what we offer you. This feels like, you know, have you seen that that mem- that meme going around that's like, how do I put change a light bulb on my resume? And somebody's like efficiently like replaced like IT tech forward. Yeah, products into it like that's what this feels like. That's it's what like, it feels like. It do feels you like want us resume fluff? Yeah, that's what it feels like. Exactly, exactly. And resume we're continuing fluff. on, so nobody pays. This more. is the last part of their like pitch. So yeah. get ready. Improve the way federal agencies buy, build, and use technology. We lead the charge to modernize the government's approach to technology products and services. We guide agencies through innovative and efficient technology development. 
deployment to meet their missions and fulfill the needs of Americans in a rapidly evolving and complex world. GSA, finger on the pulse. Finger on the pulse. They're like, you know what, this world? Complex. Yes. <laughs> do you know what, what we can help you do? Sell your products to the federal government and its to the agencies. Yes. Come with yes. us. Come with us. So that's kind of their sales pitch to us from their website. Yeah. Now we're going to talk just a little bit about the history of the GSA. Yeah. So this is also still coming from their website, which let's see if it's still the same type of, you know, tone. <laughs> it's a so, little bit calmer. It's a little bit less. Okay, great. I would hope so. I mean, how can you, you, know, you possibly? Show your wares. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. How can you possibly be so over the top on the history of the company? But we'll see. We'll see. So, quote, the GSA was established by President Harry Truman on July 1st, 1949, to streamline the administrative work of the federal government. GSA consolidated the National Archives Establishment, the Federal Works Agency, the Public Buildings Administration, the Bureau of Federal Supply, the Office of Contract Settlement, and the War Assets Administration into one federal agency tasked with administering supplies and providing workplaces for federal employees. So sweet Harry S. Truman was like, you know what? I'm seeing eight agencies that all seem to be doing something about like the same types of things. Yes. Let's just wrap it up into one. Yeah. And what are we going to call it? I don't know. It's, it's general. It's general service. General services. General services. They do general. They generally offer some general type serve. of service. There's admins. Okay. General service administration. Yeah. Put, put it on a seal. Bada Let's bada call boom. it. Yep. Bada boom, bada bop. Love it. GSA's original mission was to dispose of war surplus goods, manage and store government records, handle emergency preparedness, and stockpile strategic supplies for wartime. GSA also regulated the sale of various office supplies to federal agencies and managed some unusual operations such as hemp plantations in South America. You know, you know, like you do, like you like do. you do, like, like you do. They're like, do. okay, we ba- we kind of basically need an operations manager and also mm-hmm. somebody to oversee the hemp plantation, right? So let's just let's just combine those two. Let's combine those two. Somebody to like watch our investments and you know, somebody do who can hemps. coordinate this, do the hemp's, and somebody who can coordinate the selling of the wares. Today, our mission has evolved to provide stewardship of the way the government uses and provides real estate, acquisition services, and technology through our public building service, federal acquisition service, and various staff offices. We provide workspace to more than 1 million federal civilian workers, oversee the preservation of more than 480 historical buildings, and facilitate the federal government's purchase of high-quality, low-cost goods and services from from reliable commercial vendors. I love it. I love it. I love it. Oversee it. Oversee it. Give me the buildings. They're basically facilitating a WeWork for the entire (laughs) government of the United States. Yes. And I see the work you're doing, GSA. I see the work you're doing. It is hard. WeWork is not in a good place. It is hard right now for a car. Yeah. Doing good work, the GSA. The four. I love this, like the preservation of the 480 buildings. How are they? How are they doing? How are they doing? Are, I want to know they what well? they are. I want to know what they are. 
Who knows? Who uh, knows? Well, I bet, the, I bet they're listed somewhere. We'll find it. We can find them. We should do a, like a follow-up episode to talk about it. On people. the historical buildings? Yeah. I mean, I just imagine they're like, aren't they, wouldn't they be like all the congressional offices? Maybe. Like all the offices that we walk into when we're in D.C. and we're like, we should be in here. <laughs> the one that you danced outside of on the steps? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yes, correct. The one that I literally was like, we're going to get thrown out of here in 20 seconds. Yeah. It's like, we have to go. And you know what? We didn't. We, we made didn't. Because we were supposed to be Slinked right there. in and out. Yeah. And then finally, this is from the GSA still, we are also supporting federal agencies and state and local governments to get the materials and services they urgently need to enhance safety and health in GSA-controlled federal and leased locations in response to COVID-19. So they're, I mean, they're the operations manager of the yeah. federal government. They're having yeah. to make sure that, like, these buildings are COVID-safe, I guess. I mean, obviously, they're under a specific administration that is not necessarily pro precautions so i'm curious <laughs> like how that's working out but yeah they're the operations manager of the federal government and we Hells love to yeah. see it we love Hells to see yeah. it if you are starting a new job in the federal government these are your people if you these want are to your s- peeps these are your peeps if you want to sell your private commercial product to the federal government these are your people call them make call friends them. with them yeah So one of the things that the General Services Administration has done, is supposed to do, will hopefully do in the very near future, is is foster the, the transition between presidential administrations. So again, all of this is coming from the General Services Administration and what they say they do in regard to presidential transitions. It is also coming from the article that Lizzie mentioned by CBS News by uh, Grace Seegers. So according to the GSA, the General Services Administration administrator does not pick the winner of the presidential election. Perfect. Thank you. Perfect. Thank you for clarifying. I love that they're like, we are not the person calling it. No. Not us. No. Not us. Not our job. Thank you. Thank you, GSA. Yep. Somebody tell us and then we'll pick up the work from there. Correct. So in accordance with the Presidential Transition Act of 1963, and as amended and consistent with precedent established by the Clinton administration in 2000, a la after Bush v. Gore, because there was a break in time and it took longer to settle things with that presidential election. You can go back and listen to that. But then that'll give you an idea about why there was a slower transition between Clinton and Bush. So after all of those things, the Presidential Transition Act Uh, the transition after 2000, the GSA administrator ascertains the apparent successful candidate once, that's such a weird word, ascertains, ascertains the apparent successful candidate once a winner is clear based on the process laid out in the constitution. The administrator's ascertainment, here we are again, is done for the purposes of making additional services provided by the Presidential Transition Act available. Until an ascertainment. They really oh my love God. this Who, word. An intern wrote this. Yes. And I know that because you simply <laughs> cannot use ascertainment three <laughs> times in two sentences. That's so That's good. insane. They were That's like, insane. They're like, this word got me into brown. I'm going to fucking chop this like, here word we go. everywhere here I we know. Go. Here we go. So until an ascertainment is made... This, I also can't say it without utter disdain until right. an ascertainment. ascertainment. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. It's not within me. I have no power. 
The statute allows for the Biden transition team or any transition team to continue to receive pre-elect services from the government, which means they get uh, office space, computers, background investigations for security clearances, um, among some other stuff. So that's before the the GSA has officially recognized the uh, the new incoming administration. GSA has met all statutory requirements under the Presidential Presidential Transition Act for this election cycle and and will continue to do so. So basically what they're saying is that the Presidential Transition Act of 1963 out, you know, lays out stuff that they have to provide for the president-elect. And what Mm -hmm. they're saying is we have not just come across a clear winner in this race yet. Sure, this of course was, not. No, it's, of course not. It's very close. It's, it's very close. Anything could happen at any time. Pins and needles, really. 40,000 votes could suddenly switch. Sure, sure. Um, I will say that this this was on their website as of like November 15th, you know, 2 p.m. So it's possible that it has been updated, although I wouldn't hold thy breath. I wouldn't hold thy breath. I wouldn't hold thy breath. Yeah, but so there's stuff that they have to give just like in the presidential election cycle leading up until the election where Biden got, you know, some form of like national security briefings. He got um, like Secret Service. Secret Service. Yeah. 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 Stuff he got, you know, some of that was provided, but it hasn't switched over to the fully now he is president-elect transition yet. Right. So the so still quoting from the GSA, the transfer of power from one administration to the next marks a significant moment in U.S. history. Since 1963, the U.S. General Services Administration has held a prominent role in the peaceful transition of authority between the incoming and outgoing administrations. As transition-focused legislation has been amended to improve the presidential transition process, the General Services Administration's role has grown and evolved. During a presidential transition, GSA will prepare to provide support to eligible candidates, president-elect and vice president-elect, interagency transition, presidential inauguration, and the outgoing president and vice president, support for the president-elect and vice president-elect, and the outgoing president and vice president are only provided in the event of a change of, of administration. So these sure. are all of, uh, yes, you wouldn't provide I'm Trump like, with yes. transition power, with transition aid if he was going to be the president for another four years. Right. Yeah. So this is them saying, this is our job. We're supposed this to be doing This is what we provide this. support to. Here, yeah. this is what the scenario is. Yep. It's basically, in a nutshell, when there is a new president-elect or and vice president-elect, they provide support to transition them into the presidency and vice presidency. Yep. Period. That's like their big thing. Yes. So funny how much clearer that is when you don't drop the word ascertainment in the sentence. Ascertainment three times. Three ascertainment times. Ascertainment three times. Put me in. Let me write this. Let me write this. Let her at it. She will she will knock it out of the park. We're gonna take a quick break for a little word from our sponsors. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. 
It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. So here's some of the support that they provide to various people. So to eligible candidates for president, the GSA provides upon request services and facilities to each eligible candidate for use in preparing to assume their official duties. Those services and facilities include suitable office space, appropriately equipped with furniture, furnishings, office and IT equipment, and incidental office supplies. They will give you post-its. 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 One mind. One mind, mind. one heart. Yep. That's it. They provide support to the president and vice president-elect. GSA provides, upon request, services and facilities to the president-elect and vice president-elect in preparing to assume their official duties. Those things can include office space, equipped with the same thing. They also get post-its. They get office supplies. (laughs) They get parking. They get a fleet of vehicles. They get mail. Hell yeah. Give me that fleet of vehicles. They get mail management, payment of compensation for office staffs, payment of Mm -hmm. expenses for the procurement of experts or consultants. Okay. Okay. Payment for communication services, payment of travel, subsistence, printing, postal, and other expenses as necessary and appropriate. Again, provided the administration is changing over. So, yeah. So, basically, like, the big thing is, like, when – when you're just a candidate, you get some office space, you get mm-hmm. the post-its, you get IT, you get computers, you get the furniture. Yeah. When you become the uh, president-elect, VP-elect, yep. then you start getting basically, other than a fleet of cars, funds to yep. basically, like a ton of funds to do, to start doing the shit, to start doing the stuff to run the country. Yeah. So that's like the big holdup right now is that- 
you know, and you may get into this a little later, like the current vice president and uh, sorry, the current president and vice president elect have not been granted access to A, the fleet and B, the funds. And B, the funds. Yes. Because it's funny how you have to have a staff and pay them. It's crazy. To get any work done. I mean, it's wild. Wild. W-I-L-D, wild. Yep. Who would have thought? People. Huh. Not me. Interesting. Not me. They also provide support for interagency transition. So through the GSA, the Federal Transition Coordinator. Sounds like a job for you, Lizzie. Put her in. Ensures that the federal government has an integrated strategy for addressing interagency challenges and responsibilities around presidential transitions and turnover of non-career appointees. So people who will who's who are in positions who will be reappointed because the president mm-hmm. gets to appoint that position. Those are non-career people. Anybody who's been there, usually like the you know, the lower mid-level. People whose names we generally don't know. Those are generally career people who go, they turn over with each administration. Right. They provide guidance to agencies in gathering briefing materials and information relating to the presidential transition that may be requested by eligible candidates. They provide support for the presidential inauguration. OMG. OMG. Tell me about it. The GSA provides, upon request, services and facilities for the presidential inaugural committee the Armed Forces Inaugural Committee, and other government entities in support of the presidential inauguration. Such services include, again, space, communication, IT, financial management, hell yeah, telephones, parking, furniture, what furniture, vehicles, office equipment, mail management, administrative supportive services, you name it, within reason, you, got you it. get it. You can find it at a Staples, you got you it. You can order it from the GSA. Great. Support to the outgoing president and vice president. Tell me more. Tell me more. Tell me more. Tell me more. The GSA provides, upon request, services and facilities in support of the outgoing president and vice president. Those services and facilities include space, communications, (laughs) IT support, human resources management, telephones, parking, furniture, vehicles, all of the things that we've talked about before. Payroll, payroll, contracting. Sure. The GSA also works with the National Archives and Records Administration, also known as NARA. That's a new one. I didn't know that existed. Hello. Hell yeah. As necessary to provide support to the former presidents in the establishment and maintenance of their libraries. So that's what, so that's one of the ways that they help the outgoing president and the vice president. They assist them in getting the fuck out and supporting them in. Opening their libraries. Their libraries. Their libraries. The GSA provides a presidential transition team with Washington office space and coordinates access to federal agencies to plan potential policy changes with current administration officials. Dope. Using $6.3 million allocated to support its efforts. Lots of money. That's a lot of money. This is all now coming from the CBS article by Grace Seegers. Quote, in order to start this process, however, federal law states that the GSA administrator must first issue a letter of. Don't say it. Don't say it. I have never said this word more in my life. (laughs) It's shocking that it's come up again. It's quite shocking. (laughs) I don't even know that I have said this word before outside of. I'm so glad you have to read it because you know I would say a different word every time. (laughs) 
my dyslexia would be all over this word. And then I would just be sitting there being like, it's ascertainment. It's ascertainment. <laughs> it's ascertainment. It, Lizzie's ascertainment. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> So, yes. So, the federal law states that the GSA administrator must first issue a letter of ascertainment determining the likely winner of the race. I think we're settled on that. They don't seem Mm -hmm. to think so. The move is essentially a a formal recognition by the current administrator that a new – by the current administration that a new president has been elected and a transition will occur. Gee, I wonder who could be holding that up. Who's holding it up? Who's holding it up? Who doesn't think, up. Yeah. Who doesn't want to Look, formally recognize? Anything can happen. Yeah. It's not. It's not a landslide. No, it's not a landslide. You could over. He could win in all of these twenty thousand court cases. Yes. He yes, could win in all. So well, he's doing very well right he's now. He's making a very um, clear, intelligent argument. Yeah. Look, yeah. Rudy Giuliani is now the lead of all of it. So give it time. Great. So the transition process is critical because it allows a new administration to begin considering how it will implement its priorities before taking office and allows incoming officials to gain access to classified intelligence about threats around the world. Yes, honey. Important. Biden needs know to know about the threat, the threats. Yeah. Tell, I, Kamala needs to know. Tell them. Everybody needs to know. Everybody needs to know. Tell them the threats. Because I didn't put this in here, but a lot of what the, like gets brought up in, in relation to this is the delay after Bush v. Gore when they determined that Bush won. And the delay of like, was like, was there information that You know, was there stuff missed during the transition that would have been applicable in preventing 9-11? Wow. Yeah. So, like, and it's, like, I'm a little bit, like, I don't know, man. Like... It's a, those two like, or three weeks. Like a bit of like, a stretch. Oh, that's a bit of a stretch. I mean, it did but happen, it's also like, like, nearly it's, a year you know, later. If 9-11 would have happened, like, six months earlier, like, who oh, knows? I mean... sure. You know... Could have could have definitely been a, a mm-hmm. direct cause. There's look, there's a there's certainly a national security threat by the incoming yes. president not getting security briefings. Like that's fucking yes. crazy. It's fucking crazy. It's Give fucking him crazy. the briefings. The PDB. Presidential Yeah, PDB. And then last thing that I will say about transitions in general is that according to a fact sheet from the Center for Presidential Transition, President Trump's 2016 transition team had 328 agency review personnel engage with 42 government agencies. For comparison, in 2008, President Barack Obama's transition team had 349 agency review personnel who engaged with 62 agencies. So, like, it's a lot. Like, the federal government is... Fucking huge. And huge. when you a lot of agencies. A lot of agencies, a lot like we're talking, hundreds of people are like reviewing or like this doesn't just happen. It's not like Biden just shows up and is like, boom, we're back in the Paris Treaty. It's like eh, Right. Okay, great. No, we gotta How do people. we implement that? It's not just right. like, okay, great, now we're back the other way. No, there's like a whole process of like regulatory review. All right. the stuff that has to happen that takes actual human beings and salary and knowledge in order to make that kind of thing happen. Right. No, it's crazy. It's crazy. And what a great transition to the Biden transition. So what we're currently dealing with now, literally the whole reason that we're talking about the General Services Administration is because the Biden transition has kind of really yet to get underway. Yeah. Yeah. Because of the GSA. So 
Let's start with the first one. Uh, all this is coming from the, the same CBS article. So the GSA has not ascertained oh. that there is a winner in the 2020 presidential election. They I left not, one they, for you. Thank you. Thank you so much for keep, keeping it ascertained for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they haven't, they haven't really sort of like looked at the numbers and kind of seen an electoral college margin of, I don't know, like what, 50? What's the number? Of votes that that's between he's officially at 306 right yeah he's 306 to 240 232 something like that it doesn't it doesn't matter it's a large margin is my point president trump has so far declined to concede the election as we all know even though former vice president biden is projected to win a comfortable majority of electoral votes his campaign has launched lawsuits in several states like we talked about last week To discount votes, which it considers to be disputed, although these efforts have so far been unsuccessful and, as of literally tonight, continue to be unsuccessful. It's been a week (laughs) since our uh, electoral uh, election week update and what's to come, and I've been keeping a very close eye on the lawsuits, and let me tell you, they are being struck down left and right. There has been no ground gained for the Trump administration and trying to overturn any of the states that have projected Biden as the winner. Shocker. Shocking. Emily Murphy, the GSA administrator, the current GSA administrator, has declined to determine if former Vice President Biden is the likely next president and begin the transition process. Biden officials say that they are considering pursuing legal action if Murphy does not act in the coming days. Murphy is a Trump appointee and former Republican staffer on Capitol Hill and has a reputation as a, quote, diligent professional, according to the New York Times. So I'm like, Emily, babe. Yeah. yeah. Like, you're, you're, you're a career person on the Capitol. Like, you know you, this. You know, you know you how know. this works. You know what's yeah. at stake. You know what's going on. You know that, like, this is not going to work out well for right. tr- President Trump. Like, right. Like You're only done. hurting the country at this point. You're, You're only, only hurting, the, hurting country. the country. Right. The nonpartisan Center for Presidential Transition, which includes veterans from the administrations of both parties, released a statement on Monday urging the GSA to kickstart the transition process. So literally former, pre- former Republicans and Democrats of presidential transition teams are like, you have to, you have. You have to do this. To, you have to ascertain. Yeah. You have to ascertain. Yeah. We beg of you to ascertain. We beg of you. Ascertain. Whatever you need in order to push yourself to ascertainment, please engage Literally, in those close activities. close your eyes and ascertain. ascertain. We beg of you. Ascertain away, but please mm-hmm. just ascertain. Please, yep. please, please. Mm-hmm. While there will be legal disputes requiring adjudication, the outcome is sufficiently clear that the transition process must now begin. The statement from the center's advisory board said... We urge the Trump administration to immediately begin the post-election transition process and the Biden team to take full advantage of the resources available under the Presidential Transition Act. Yeah, guys. It's time. It's time. It's time to go. Yeah. It's time to go. The the car's here. The The car's car's outside. The taxi's here. You gotta go. You gotta get in the car. Get in the car. The Office of the Director of National Intelligence confirmed on Tuesday that it has not begun high-level briefings for former Vice President Biden. He has been receiving a lower-level briefing since he was formally nominated, but is not receiving the Presidential Daily Brief, the crown jewel of intelligence products. 
In a statement, the Office of the Director of National Intelligence spokesperson said that the agency would not act until the GSA makes a move. Great. I mean, sure. I I mean, it it gets messy when you don't follow the protocol. Like, yeah. But we gotta, we gotta get people. I love a country at risk. I love a country. We really gotta do it. Informal transition planning can occur without the GSA's official blessing. In 2000, President Bill Clinton approved classified intelligence briefings for George W. Bush two weeks before the GSA administrator recognized Mr. Bush. I know. She keeps calling him Mr. It's like, okay, they have (laughs) actual titles. I know. Mr. Bush as the winner. However, given President Trump's unwillingness to concede the election, it is unlikely that he would follow President Clinton's example. A low bar it is. A low bar. A low bar. Former Vice President Biden has also already begun communicating with foreign leaders, a process that normally runs through the State Department. He has spoken to Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, British Prime Minister Boris Johnson, and German Chancellor Angela Merkel. Yes, honey, yes. uh... Among many, like so many. I I mean, I feel like every day a new thing. Like, I think China just congratulated Biden as well on his (laughs) win. Like, like things are rolling out, you know. People are calling. They're making calls. They're calling. They're making calls. Yahoo calls. Like, everybody's calling. Yeah. It is unclear whether the State Department has listened in on the calls. Probably not. Probably not. Or Probably maybe. not. Or maybe to be like, look, malarkey. Malarkey. Yeah. I don't know. And finally, in an initial statement after the election, a GSA spokesperson said that the Biden transition team is receiving pre-elect services, which include, you're going to die, office space computers and background investigations for security clearances. But yeah. none of the money, honey. None of the money, none of the None info, of the money, honey. It's none of yeah. the important shit that you actually need in order to, I don't know, prepare to run the to run country. country. Yeah. So I guess like, I mean, I always knew that there was a transition team and that it was like a concerted effort in between like, you know, the incoming and the outgoing president. I guess what was so surprising about what's happening now is I never realized that it relied on an agency to, I guess, ascertain oh, that yes. somebody is the winner for that to actually begin. That's what's yes. been a learning thing for me. It's like, oh, the Biden team won't get the funds they need to start creating their team and their process and whatever before, what was her name? Hold on. Emily Murphy. I'll say it. Before Emily Murphy ascertains, <laughs> it's like, this is crazy. And I'm super curious because I do feel like eventually it will. I mean, I don't know. I I think it having to come down to the Biden administration suing for yes. it is like certainly on the table. I'm just like so curious. Uh-huh. So curious to see that. I mean, they're completely within their rights, obviously. But yeah. it's just, yeah, that'll be super interesting to see if it does go to the courts because there is a whole act a transition, a presidential transition yes. act of there's 1963. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah. There's, there's, le- there's leggy. And yeah. when there's leggy. We put pen to paper on this. We put pen to parchment on yeah. this. We really did. Yeah. We really did put pen to parchment on this. So. After Kennedy know, was guys, shot, man. After Kennedy was shot, they put pen to parchment on that. Like, they put pen to parchment so quickly. Yep. So quickly. Like, you know what we don't have is a plan for this crap. <laughs> like, we've right. got to have a plan. We've got to have a plan for this. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see when the GSA will ascertain that Biden has won this presidential election. 
Yep. I hope. I mean, I have been seeing that there were, you know, how a lot of Republican, and by a lot, I mean almost all of the Republican senators, save like five, have not uh, recognized Biden as the winner of the election. Mm -hmm. But there have been a couple coming out being like, Biden should have the security briefings. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and it's like, because he's the winner? Because he's the winner? Have you... Have you ascertained? Take it a step further, my little ascertainer. Oh my god. If he should be getting the high level briefings, (laughs) does that mean he's the winner? Do you know what's more important than post-its? Briefings. Security briefings. Anything, yeah. Security briefings, I would say, over post-its for sure. For sure. Yeah, that was super funny. That was super funny to me to be like. Okay, if he gets the briefings, what are we like? Just let it like let's move on. Yep, let's move on with yep. it. You know, yeah. Like you're you're halfway there, and you won't let yourself be fully that way there because you feel like it. This is like a big political statement that you're making to not recognize that he's the projected winner by a large margin at this point. Yep. Come on, come on. So we'll on. see. We'll see how long it takes. Yeah. My bet is like. The last week, like not until after Thanksgiving, will they oh. be? Will he be? It'll be. It'll be like. Yes, it'll be the Friday night of Black Friday. Well, we will. <laughs> the GSA will finally ascertain that Biden has won. They'll ascertain it and we'll be like, okay, mm-hmm. great. And we'll be like, okay, great. We ascertained weeks ago, but glad to know we you're asc- on board. Yes, with we've our been ascertaining for a good long while now. Actually, <laughs> actually, I can't stop ascertaining. Did you not see all of the ascertaining and all of the streets with all of the champagne? Yeah, I'm like People up to were- my eyeballs in ascertainment. Really, <laughs> just, <laughs> just. <laughs> if I ascertain one more time, I'm gonna lose it. I'm gonna get front bangs again somehow. <laughs> <laughs> oh so, God. Wow. With that, you guys, that was our episode on the General Services Administration. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned something because I know I did. Only time will tell how it goes. But in the meantime, if you like what you heard, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Get Civical. You can rate us. You can review us. You can subscribe to us. You can ascertain us. We love you so, so much. And we will see you next Wednesday. Goodbye.